Tiananmen Square Massacre, LGBT rights, Winnie the Pooh. Okay, now that this episode is banned in China and from TikTok, let's talk about TikTok. Though, come to think of it, this episode would probably be banned from TikTok regardless, because internal documents have shown that moderators suppress posts by people deemed to be too ugly, poor, or disabled from the platform. And I am definitely the first two of those. On this episode of Bright Future, I talk about how your phone spies on you for the Chinese government, what our government plans to do about it. This is a weekly political podcast that follows current events and how we may do better so that there may be a brighter future. I'm your host, Samuel Adams, but please call me Sam. And without further ado, let's begin this week's episode, which I have titled, To Buy a Spy. <laughs> oh, budget TikTok. Smart. Okay, um, so look, we've expressed concerns over China's uh, potential use of software platforms that could endanger or threaten uh, America's safety and their national security. So that is the president's concern. That is why uh, we have uh, called on Congress to take action. We see a bipartisan piece of legislation that you know that we are supporting. It's called the Restrict Act, as you all know and been covering. And so that's the president's main priority to make sure when it comes to their safety, when it comes to their security, when it comes to our national security, that those things are protected. And so that has been the president's focus over the last couple of years. You know, last month, the president said he wasn't sure if the U.S. should ban TikTok when he was asked about this. Now the administration seems to be hardening its stance. You're backing this legislation, as you mentioned. You know, we've learned you know, now warning that a possible ban uh, could be at risk here. What changed? So look, when it comes to CFIUS, uh, which is, I'm not going to get ahead of CFIUS, they're the ones who are reviewing this, uh, reviewing uh, this particular software and app, uh, TikTok, obviously. Uh, so not going to get ahead of their process. There's a process here. We try to stay away from that process. Uh, again, going to support the bipartisan uh, legislation that I've just spoke to. Look. The bottom line is that when it comes to uh, potential threats to our national security, when it comes to uh, the safety of Americans, uh, when it comes to their privacy, we're going to speak out and we're going to be very clear about that. And the president has been the last two years. And so we're asking Congress to act. We're asking Congress to move forward uh, with this bipartisan legislation, the Restrict Act, as I just mentioned, and we're going to continue to do so. Just one more on this. You know, China says that the U.S. hasn't presented evidence that, that this app threatens U.S. national security. They say that this is simply about suppressing foreign companies. Is there evidence that the U.S. has that has been presented? Look, what I can say is CFIUS has a process that they're going through. We're going to let them go through their process. We have concerns, as we have said many times before. Uh, about this particular software, uh, so, uh, platform, software platforms. Uh, and, uh, and so we take the national security very seriously. The president takes that very seriously. The safety of Americans uh, very seriously. The privacy of Americans very seriously. And so we're not going to get ahead of the review. But certainly, uh, we, uh, again, support this uh, bipartisan legislation that we're coming, that we're seeing out of, the, out of uh, Congress. So our government is planning on possibly banning TikTok for gathering data on U.S. citizens and delivering it straight to Winnie the PRC. Except, unlike most political events, this case is actually much more complicated, with a lot of questions being leveled at it. How did this get started? What is CFIUS? Is TikTok actually spying on us? And if so, how would this ban be implemented? First, a little bit of background on TikTok. TikTok was developed by ByteDance, a development company based in China. Strangely, TikTok is not available in China. It's available everywhere else. 
Instead, ByteDance has an entirely separate app called Douyin, which looks identical, but the two apps have no access to each other's content. About a year after TikTok's initial release, ByteDance spent nearly $1 billion to purchase Musical.ly, an older social media platform that, while headquartered in Shanghai, had an office in California and was marketed to Americans. ByteDance consolidated TikTok and Musical.ly into one app, and a few months later, it very quickly became one of the most downloaded apps in the world, excluding China. There are concerns that this kind of purchase to an internet service by a company based in a foreign country may result in national security problems. The foreign government could possibly have access to all of that user data from every other user in all of the other countries, and in theory, could also control what the platform shows in order to try and sway the thinking of users. Which is where CFIUS comes into play. CFIUS, or C-F-I-U-S, stands for the Committee on Foreign Investment in the United States. It's a committee that was established by an executive order in 1975 to study foreign investment. Since then, it has also evolved to have the ability to block international business deals for national security reasons, or to enforce sanctions. Usually, it does this by investigating various companies through, specifically, through a specifically outlined process. Most notable cases of these investigations include deals with Russian or Chinese companies, and one of the CFIUS investigations is currently targeting TikTok, and the concern that it is spying on U.S. citizens. So, does TikTok spy on you? According to TikTok's own privacy policy, they gather your account and profile information, the standard name, age, username, password, language, email, phone number, and other social media account information. It also automatically gathers, quote, information, including text, images, and videos found on your device. Basically, it gathers every single scrap of data that it has, that it has access to, including your location, access from your camera, and even your keystroke patterns. Look a bit further down, and TikTok helpfully explains that they use how they use all of that information. Most of the bullet points are pretty standard. They personalize ads, improve the platform, and customize what you see on the platform. But it also says, quote again, to help us detect abuse, fraud, and illegal activity on the platform. And further down, they have how they share that information. For legal reasons, we may disclose any of the information we collect to respond to subpoenas, court documents, legal processes, law enforcement requests, legal claims, or government inquiries, and to protect and defend the rights, interests, safety, and security of the platform, our affiliates, users, or the public. We may also share any of the information we collect to enforce any terms applicable to the platform, to exercise and defend any legal claims, and comply with any applicable law. And that's where the problems begin. So TikTok tells you right there that it is gathering literally all of your data that it has access to, everything on your phone, and will give it to its government or various law enforcement agencies if asked. But TikTok and the company that owns it, ByteDance, is based in China. And China doesn't have an equivalent of the Fourth Amendment 
to protect against unreasonable search and seizures. If you've paid attention to any kind of gaming news in the past few years, you'll know that this is actually a major problem for Chinese-based internet companies. There was a massive scandal a few years ago when it was discovered that Tencent, a holding company for many video games, was sending nearly all of its algorithms and collected user data to China's Ministry of State Security, which is basically a combination of the FBI and CIA. Because, the chi because China has no laws against unreasonable search and seizure, they can basically order any company based in their country to hand over all of their data, regardless of probable cause. Based off of TikTok's privacy policies saying that they collect data for law enforcement purposes, and China's habit of gathering data without probable cause subpoenas or warrants, I can say, with a reasonable degree of certainty, that TikTok is, in all likelihood, spying on you for the Chinese government. No several-month-long investigation needed. Though, it is probably a good idea to have more solid proof before banning the app. I used to use TikTok to upload clips for my streams to try and improve my popularity. Well, not anymore. I don't think it's worth it. But what is our government planning on doing about this, if the safest investigation proves my theory? Currently, there is a bipartisan bill in the Senate, moving towards Congress, called the Restrict Act. It's 55 pages long, so I didn't read it, but there is a two-page summary with four main bullet points. First, it requires the Secretary of Commerce to construct a process to slow down or block transactions with information and communications technology, which a foreign government might be able to use against our national security. Second, it evaluates all existing communications technology to determine what may have national security issues. After all, TikTok isn't actually the first time this has happened. Third, it outlines a series of actions to take if or when those existing communications technologies is discovered to have national security issues. And lastly, it's designed to educate the public about the possible threats by also requiring the Secretary of Commerce to provide as much declassified information as possible on why and how these purchases of companies are denied due to the national security risks. These are good steps, but I am seeing issues with this law. For starters, it doesn't stop TikTok from spying on you. If this law was implemented before 2019, before the purchase of Musical.ly, then it might have worked to secure Americans' user data. But it's too late for that now. If this law was in place then, it would have blocked the Chinese company from buying and then merging TikTok and Musical.ly due to the national security risk, which would have also mitigated TikTok's ability to become one of the most downloaded apps of all time. But this does not retroactively turn TikTok back into an American-based app that can ignore the Chinese government if it asks for data. It just prevents situations like this from happening in the future, like if Twitter or Facebook was going to be bought by a foreign company. The Restrict Act would block the purchase to prevent user data from going to the foreign government. What the Act can't do is block the data itself, or vice versa. We've seen allegations in prior elections how social media, like TikTok, may be able to influence the outcome. So it's not just your data being sent to the People's Republic of China, but it's also what kind of data does the PRC want to send back. 
They could create and promote ads for one candidate over another in an effort to manipulate your vote, or even straight up make up false news stories. According to the FBI, there hasn't been significant evidence of this kind of election manipulation from, from a foreign government yet, but it is a strong possibility for the future. While the Restrict Act does not address the immediate issue posed by TikTok or other foreign social media platforms, it does, at the very least, prevent the issue from getting worse in the future. It also looks like the current problem posed by TikTok and sets up a process for fixing it, even though the Restrict Act doesn't fix it on its own. But there is one major argument against the Restrict Act. It violates the First Amendment. What? No, really, this is an argument being made by opponents of the Restrict Act. By banning TikTok, the government is infringing on your right to free speech. This is definitely a stretch of the imagination, but I can understand where that stance is coming from. Our government isn't actually banning you or pressing charges because of something that you said. Our government is simply restricting where you can say it, which isn't a violation of free speech. You can still take your TikTok videos and post them elsewhere, or wherever else you want, as long as what you are trying to say isn't fire and the place you are trying to say it is not in a crowded theater. The government simply plans on blocking your data from going to foreign governments, which is what the Restrict Act does, and after reading TikTok's privacy policy, is definitely a good thing. This episode is titled, To Buy a Spy, because of purchases like these. No need to go into the complicated and dangerous world of spycraft anymore. Just buy the data. Then you can access all the state secrets you want right out of your mother's basement, or wherever the Chinese Ministry of State Security operates out of. Or, you know, just go to War Thunder forums. I hear they leak classified military data all the time over various internet arguments about a video game that simulates war. At the time of this writing, classified documents detailing technical specifications of military hardware have been leaked on War Thunder forums at least five times from multiple different countries. In conclusion, I urge our government to pass the Restrict Act to help better protect our data from being sold in international transactions. I asked the CFIS to finish its investigation into TikTok quickly but thoroughly so we can have definitive proof of any possible misdeeds by TikTok. If there are data issues with TikTok, I urge our government to take more extensive actions to block the data itself rather than just the Restrict Act. And lastly, just like last week, I urge us to make sure we are reading all of these privacy policies and user agreements that we sign to make sure that our data isn't being sent to a potential adversary. If private data stays private, we might have a slightly better future. And uh, to be clear, both TikTok's privacy policy and uh, information we collect are linked in the description of this episode. There is no one else in the voice chat for this week. So check the description for that information, including the resources I used to build this episode, and all of the places where you can find my podcast. You can also join our Discord server to discuss these and other topics, as well as join in when these episodes are recorded live every Monday at 7pm Central Time. If you would like to support the show or spread the word, I have a merch store full of items that show off both the show's logo and the icons for individual episodes. As always, thank you for listening to this episode of Bright Future. These episodes are released every Tuesday at 6 p.m. Central, and I'll see you back here next week.